Hey everyone, this is Mal Dankner. I'm with your guy Doug Miles on the Big Band Files and all that jazz on 1220 WIBQ. Great Harry James in the orchestra with Dick Hames on the vocal right there. Yes, indeed. Good way to start off this hour of the Big Band Files and all that jazz. Good evening to you. I'm Doug Miles. Glad to be with you tonight. We are real happy to be on the air with you twice a week now. Yeah, in case you haven't been with us the last few weeks, we're on Saturday nights now. Right after Sounds of Sinatra, 10 to midnight. And, uh, of course, our regular time slot Sundays right after football. 8 to 10, right here on 1220 WIBQ. And joining us tonight is our special guest co-host. Uh, he was with us about a month ago now, a good friend of mine that uh, we used to do a show like this up in New York, on Long Island, actually, with uh, Adelphi University's radio station, WBAU 90.3 FM. Great musicologist of his own right, and uh, really has a, a, a true love for the music we play here on this program, and uh, continues that tradition up in New York. Mal Dankner joins us. How are you, Mal? 
Hey, good evening, Doug. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, good to talk to you again. We uh, had so many cards and letters from your last appearance. We brought you back again. <laughs> well, that's wonderful to hear. Just, just uh, similar to the uh, the dinosaur program, I guess. Right. That's sure right. We get a lot of cards and letters. That's, and that's right. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't know if they play. They must have played this up in New York on Channel Thirteen or, or the uh, WLAW, the uh, special on PBS about uh, the dinosaur show. They showed some great clips of her from the original Chevy show. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen any of that. It's a great show. It's it's her singing uh, duets with uh, Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Peggy Lee, uh, many people, and even Groucho Marx on it. It's it's a wonderful show. Uh, kind of one of those shows they show during the pledge drives, but occasionally they'll show it without all the interruptions. And well, she was really underrated, I think, at least at least on TV as as a singer. I always thought she was very good. Oh, I, I'm I'm with you 100. Uh, percent There are some things that she did, as you said. With, uh, with Sinatra and um, some things she did uh, on, um, well, with Sinatra during the Columbia years, and her, her singing is quite wonderful. And um, the, the album that, or the collaboration, rather, that pops into mind with Dinah Shore is an album she did with Red Norvo, where she really swings very nicely, very lightly, gently, but certainly swings oh yeah yeah she uh started out as a, a band singer uh, i think she actually may have started out on the station we talked about last time mal and a lot of our listeners from the new york area know this one wnew i believe she broke in maybe on the maple leaf ballroom or, or at least at that time uh, doing some live singing at that station didn't she yeah i think you're absolutely right there were a number of uh, of live shows at that time there were some specials that were done Performers would come up and sing. Certainly, Sinatra was one. And um, somewhere along along the way, um, this is a little bit of a jump, but there's a terrific duet that was done um, by uh, Louis Armstrong and Fats Waller that I believe was done live um, on WNEW, one of the radio shows. Probably Martin Block, I would think. Hmm. Well, tonight we're going to celebrate uh, a lot of the wonderful songs, and really we're kind of, kind of going to focus on uh, about three different artists tonight. We're going to do uh, a tribute to Julie Stein and, and Dorothy Fields tonight. We're going to feature a lot of their music. Also, we're going to do uh, a good, healthy portion of the show uh, with Frank Sinatra songs tonight, and we'll also do uh, another tribute uh, to uh, someone we lost uh, not too long ago, Shirley Horn. So we've got a really a full show for tonight. And I know, Mal, uh, Julie Stein, and uh, Dorothy Fields, two of your favorite composers. Yeah, very much so. And uh, what what also brought them to mind, Doug, was my talking to you about a cabaret convention that was held here in New York uh, during the week of October 17th to I think the 23rd, uh, where the uh, where there were celebrations uh, of the music of uh, Harold Arlen, Julie Stein, and the lyrics of Dorothy Fields, all of them born in 1905. One hundred years. So there's quite a quite a bit of wonderful music uh, during that period of time, and much of it uh, devoted to uh, again Arlen and Stein and Dorothy Fields. We're going to go to a song right now that uh, Dorothy Fields wrote, I believe, uh, on a sunny side of the street. Is that right? That's right. She wrote that around nineteen twenty eight, twenty nine, with uh, Jimmy McHugh. Here's another singer that uh, can really swing it. We'll talk about her when we come back. Keely Smith right now on the sunny side of the street. 
coat, your tie, your hat Leave your worries on the doorstep And just direct your feet To the sunny side of the street I can hear the bitter patting The happy tune is your step And life can be so sweet On the sunny side I used to walk in the shade With my blues on I ain't got a cent I feel rich as Rocky fellow And gold dust round my feet Oh, do the side Grab your coat, your tie Your hat, your pants, your shoes, your Bop, do the button, baby Just direct your feet Sonny, honey, butter, do Bunny, button, baby I can hear the bit of that Bit of that, bit of that That's Keely Smith. That's a, a new CD that she just put out, Mal, called Swing, 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 with On the Sunny Side of the Street. Kind of a tribute to uh, uh, Louis Prima there with uh, the kind of the arrangement there. I don't know if you noticed that, Mal. Oh, absolutely. I was going to say, so where's Louis? Yeah, uh, kind of Sam Buter and the Witnesses. Wasn't that the backup group for them? That's right. And, and uh, again, we were talking about terrific singers who also had sort of a, another persona. And certainly that was Kaylee Smith. They had the hottest, she and her husband, Louis Premier, had the hottest, uh, hottest uh, Las Vegas act in the 60s. I know, they they, uh, the lounge oh, acts. They were it. Yeah, the, when the, they had lounge acts back then in Vegas, which I would have loved to have been out there then to see some of those shows. Uh, the, shows were the shows were tremendous. Uh, I'm a guy who saw a number of shows out there and uh, was somewhat embarrassed because I'm not a gambler, so... Uh, 
Right at the airport, I throw a few coins <laughs> in before I get on the plane to come home. No, you don't really. You don't have, don't have to be a gambler to enjoy yourself out there. I mean, it's 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 a wonderful place. I mean, particularly for show business. But I think back, like we talked about last time, Mal, with uh, the Rat Pack and and just some of these great acts in the late fifties and through the sixties. I think that was the heyday of the showbiz part. It's it's okay now. It's still good, but nowhere near what I think it probably used to be. Oh, I I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I would. There were a, a number of jazz musicians that made a, a very nice living out there. There's a lot of music going on, a lot of performers. Um, I've just, in fact, I remember now actually seeing Keeley Smith, uh, and it probably was after the, the Louis and Keeley act because she was on a, a bill with Joey Lewis, and, uh, and then she came out. She, he was the featured performer, and then she sang. And uh, it, again, it was it was a lounge show. It was not a main show, and it was absolutely stupendous. And those lounge shows would sometimes start what one, two in the morning, and and go till almost dawn, right? They would just keep going. The entertainment kept going around the clock. You know, Don Rickles started out that way. He's talked about it uh, on television, uh, starting out in the lounges and kind of develop his act that way because. You had to really get people's attention, and the, the, just the, his style. And I guess Shecky Green, that was another comedian, right? He was legendary out there for his lounge act, right? That's right, yeah. Also and Frank for... Jr., when he started, wanted to sing, and uh, dad, his dad, uh, I guess, encouraged him to start performing out there, and that's where he really started performing. Frank Sinatra Jr. in the lounges. Frank Sinatra, yeah, oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra yeah. Jr., yeah. I was going to say, Shaky Green, the, also uh, notorious for driving his car into uh, into ponds and, and, uh, and the fountains out there, too, right? <laughs> well, that part I don't know about. I, I, I'd rather focus on the good things. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's talked about it. He said he used to have a oh, little right? drink, and he'd, he would drive a car into the different you know uh, fountains at the hotels. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, you know, he needed the extracurricular activity. That's right. That's right. Maybe the career wasn't going right. Oh, so, uh, uh, yeah. But those were the days when uh, kind of anything went out in Vegas. It, there were, the the entertain it was truly for me the entertainment capital of the world. It really was. The, again, um, the times that I, I had been out there, there was uh, again Keely Smith and uh, Louis Armstrong, and I mean, it was just it just went on and on and on. It was just great. Right now we're going to go to, you spoke about uh, Harold Arlen before, uh, Mal, and we're going to go to uh, a CD that uh, about a year ago now we had a chance to talk to uh, the son of Harold Arlen, of course, uh, one of the all-time great composers, uh, Sam Arlen, who kind of catalogs his father's music and now fronts a big band. They put out a whole new CD of, of great uh, charts uh, featuring a lot of his dad's music. Here's Sam Arlen with the great Stormy Weather.
Kiss me once, then kiss me twice, then kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Haven't felt like this, my dear, since I can't remember when. It's been a long, long time. You'll never know how many dreams I dreamed about you, or just how empty they all seemed without you. So kiss me once, then kiss me twice, then kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Kiss me twice, then kiss me once again. It's been a long time. Haven't felt like this, my dear, since I can't remember when. It's been a long, long time. You'll never know how many dreams I dreamed about you. Or just how empty they all seem without you. So kiss me once, then kiss me twice, then kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Long, long Great Bing Crosby right there. Kiss me once, kiss me twice. It's been a long, long time. And right before that, we heard uh, Sam Arlen and the orchestra with Stormy Weather. Great uh, chart, great rendition that uh, they put out. And again, uh, a super CD that they did of uh, his dad's music. Sam Arlen was with us a little, uh, about a year ago now. We had a chance to talk to him, Mal. Really fascinating just to kind of hear some of the stories behind the songs of uh, really one of the legendary composers. Uh, one of the one of the absolute great composers, uh, somebody who really never got a lot of publicity. I don't know whether uh, the son talked about that. He did. They uh, said his father was kind of a, a quiet, unassuming kind of a guy too. Didn't really uh, seek the limelight. Yeah, there's the stories about him being somewhat depressed at times, yeah. sort of melancholy, uh, and uh, did not seek the limelight at all. And uh, it's interesting that there's a. Uh, um, I'm thinking in terms of the Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz and the um, the lyricist who wrote uh, the Wizard of Oz with Arlen, uh, Yip Hallberg, who's a great lyricist, and is uh, is on a stamp that came out about a couple of years ago. I have a bunch of the stamps. I saw uh, that, yeah, yeah, postage 
stamp, as, as is Dorothy Fields. Uh, and there's no mention on the, uh, the stamp. On the back, there's a little bit of a blurb about uh, what Arlen wrote, what Yepalberg wrote. I don't think there's any mention at all about uh, Harold Arlen, who, who co-wrote this classic uh, motion picture, which launched Judy Garland, called The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they did a whole series of stamps on composers. You're right about that, but uh, yeah, that's kind of strange. They didn't uh, mention Harlan on the stamp. Uh, yeah, he I, I just sort why. of uh, not remembered, and he certainly uh, is. I mean, I mean, his body of work is enormous. The number of people that he wrote with, from uh, early on Ted Kohler to Johnny Mercer to um, uh, Ira Gershwin, the man that got away. All the great songs he wrote with uh, with Mercer and Ted Kohler, and uh, and he wrote a, he wrote a Broadway show with Truman Capote called House of Flowers. Hmm. So I mean, his his output was enormous. He um, he wrote jazzy songs, and he wrote uh, Broadway songs, and he wrote pop songs, and he wrote brilliant songs across across the board. And his name is really not not known. Kind of interesting how he wrote uh, Over the Rainbow, which was at the very beginning of Judy Garland's career, and then The Man That Got Away, that kind of uh, epitomized uh, toward the end of her life. It became sort of a, uh, uh, I guess, a theme of her life in a way from her, you know, her real life, the trouble she went through. And that particular song uh, kind of uh, kind of showed that, uh, just the, the whole attitude of it. Yeah, it, 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 you know, and it, as we're talking, I almost forgot that it was the same person because the, the Judy Garland of 1937 or 1938 uh, was, was not the Judy Garland of, uh, uh, gosh, what is, the, what is the name of the movie that you made it with James Mason? Oh, A Star is Born. A Star is Born. A Star is Born, and that song was written for her for that movie. And it's sort of like two different people. She really, yeah, she, she really went through so many different changes in her life, and, and you can just see them as uh, as the years went by in different movies, and then particularly when she did that television show. I don't know if you ever saw any of the the clips that they used to show occasionally on public television, that series she had back in 1964. Just her yeah. appearance from show to show would almost change. Yeah. It, it, Mel Torme, who was the musical director, I believe, for right. yeah. Judy Garland for that show, wrote a book about uh, what was going on there, the politics and the, the, the just the business of television, how uh, uh, she was supposed to be on for a number of years, and the show lasted for a year. I read that book. Yeah, I think she was signed to a, a three-year contract, and then there were so many problems, uh, personal problems of her own caused by uh, her, you know, abuses. She had some drug problems, obviously. That's been well uh, documented and her behavior problems, and then I think there was a lot of politics going on at CBS at the time with the television show. So she and the, I think the budget kind of went over a lot too. So there were a lot of a lot of difficulties with that variety show. There, uh, there's a CD out that uh, that has a number of the songs that she did, number and the number of the songs on the CD are are, are duets uh, from the show and. Um, duets with uh, Peggy Lee and Bobby Darren, with her daughter Liza, uh, with uh, Barbara Streisand. So it's a. Uh, I, I don't know if you can bring that up as we're as we're talking, Doug. I don't know if that's possible. It's a. It's a, but it's a wonderful CD, and really uh, shows how how uh, how good her voice was. I'll look it up. We'll play the next song, and I'll see if we have it in there. 
But uh, in the meantime, why don't we do a little happier number? Here's uh, the great Doris Day, another song. This was written by uh, Sammy Kahn and Julie Stein, right? It's magic? Oh, yes, that's right. Let's listen to Doris Day. online at Newstalk1220.com. 
Hi, this is Robin Lynn, and you're listening to The Big Band Show with Doug Miles, right here on News Talk 1220, WIBQ. Seems like happiness 
Judy Garland, another one of her wonderful ballads. Happiness is just a thing called Joe, and uh, Howard Arlen, I believe, wrote uh, that particular song for her as well. And I tell you, uh, Mal, when uh, when she was on, she was about as good as anybody. They say uh, if you ever saw her in a live performance, uh, maybe rivaling like Al Jolson or even Sammy Davis is is just one of the great uh, entertainers in one, maybe of all time in vaudeville. I, I would agree with that. I I never, although I quite frankly i did i've never seen her i'd never seen her in person but some of the shows that i've seen some of the tv shows some of the tv specials uh i I just think that she certainly was in that category of jolson and sinatra uh sammy davis jr people like that who just really held the stage and um the the other people that come to mind we're just sort of throwing some other names out would be and i never saw this person uh in person, I was on the show was Ethel Merman, mm. who certainly could hold the stage on her own. And uh, if if anybody gets a chance to hear the, uh, actually, this is I guess a connection with the uh, with Julie Stein. Julie Stein wrote uh, the music for Gypsy, and uh, Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics. And I think it's one of the greatest shows uh, that one could ever see. I saw it with uh, I saw it. Twice, actually, the first time with Angela Lansbury when she uh-huh. played it, and I guess it was the maybe the mid seventies, and then uh, Tyne Daly did it. Uh, she did it down here in Tampa area. I was down here before she brought it to Broadway. I thought she did a very good job. And then Bernadette Peters just recently completed uh, a role, and I didn't get to see her, but I heard she was very good. Yeah, I saw Tyne Daly also on Broadway uh, in Gypsy and Bernadette Peters, and I thought I thought Tyne Daly really. Got it. Really did. Yeah. There was also a television uh, version of Gypsy that that Bette Midler started. I saw that. that. Yeah. Okay. Not great. Not terrible. Yeah. You're right about no, that. No, it kind wasn't of. great. Uh, and if you if you saw the Bette Midler Gypsy on TV and Tyne Daly as you did, you saw that Tyne Daly really got it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that surprised a lot of people how good she was because everybody associated her with. Uh, TV acting, Cagney and Lacey, but I guess she had started out on the stage. Of course, she comes from an acting family. I believe her dad, James Daly, uh, one of the great actors, uh, both on stage and, and in and television and, and film. But you talk about Bernadette Peters, uh, uh, kind of sad. I believe her husband just uh, was recently killed in, in a plane crash or helicopter crash. I read that recently. Kind of sad story of what's going on with her. But you, you and I have talked about her before, Mal, uh, from when we did the show in New York, just one of our favorite performers. And really, she has a presence on stage that, uh, and on television too, just singing a song really feels the lyrics. You can just see it. Yeah, and I didn't mean to. I don't mean in any way to leave her out of that triumvirate of uh, Tyne Daly and Angela Lansbury and uh, uh, and and Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters was quite wonderful, um, but again, I think Tyne Daly really 
really gets it. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't come back and do a different show on Broadway. She kind of just did that one, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe she'll come back at a, at a later date. Anyway, we're kind of uh, featuring the music of uh, Julie Stein and uh, Sammy Kahn and Dorothy Fields tonight. In our second hour, we're going to uh, do a lot of Frank Sinatra uh, retrospective, kind of go through his career a little bit, uh, recordings from early uh, to middle to uh, late in his career. We'll look forward to that as well. Mal Dankner, our guest tonight, uh, broadcaster from up in New York. He and I did a show like this back at Adelphi University on Long Island, 90.3 FM, uh, our favorite station where we kind of both started out in radio, WBAU, and uh, Mal continues to uh, keep the legacy alive up there. I know you do some shows uh, occasionally. I know you're you're putting something together up there, so we wish you luck with that. But you're going to be with us as often as, as you can make it. And uh, right now, let's go to another. Uh, this is another one from Dorothy Fields, right? Ella Fitzgerald, and I Can't Give You Anything But Love. That's the only thing I've plenty of, baby. Dream a while, scheme a while, we're sure to find happiness. And I guess all those things you've always pined for, gee. Gee, I'd like to see you looking swell B-A-B-Y, baby Diamond bracelets will worth doesn't sell, baby Till that lucky day You know darn well, baby I can't give you anything but love I can't give you That's the only thing I've plenty of, Chi-Chi. Dream a while, scheme a while. We're sure to find la 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 happiness, and I guess pretty Chi-Chi, I like to see your fucking swell. Shook up. 
And that's uh, the great Ella Fitzgerald, the first lady of song herself, uh, in a live performance over in Rome. It was a birthday concert of hers. I guess that would have been, what, maybe the uh, mid-60s, it sounds like, right there, having some fun with I Can't You Give You Anything But Love, doing her tribute to her buddy, Louis Armstrong, at the end. Good job. And again, a, a wonderful example of how uh, the the music and the lyrics in the American popular songbook just holds up. That's a song that was written around 1928, 1929 by Dorothy Fields and Jimmy McHugh. It's amazing when you think uh, how many great songs were written, let's say, between 1925 and, and say, like, 1940. I know there were some great standards written after that, but how many were written even before maybe, like, say, 1920 to 1940? With guys like Irving Berlin, you talk about Fields and and uh, and Jimmy McHugh, and, and one of the Gershwin, of course, uh, Arlen, I guess, a bit later on in the 30s. Just how many in that short period of time? I guess you could kind of correlate maybe a little bit with the Depression going on. I guess out of things like that, wonderful art comes out of it, right? I guess uh, you you just had this this flow really of uh, of music and lyrics written, as you say, from. I, I sort of sort of dated with Irving Berlin around 1911 or 12 with Alexander's Ragtime Band, and right. then it sort of goes forward. And you have people like Berlin during that period of time, the early period, and Jerome Kern, and then the Gershwins in 1920 or so, and going forward. And then, of course, uh, I guess just a little bit after that, you have... Um, I guess the late 20s, I guess you have Cole Porter, and before that you have Rogers and Hart. That's right. Yeah, Rogers and Hart, so many great songs. Most of which, uh, those these songs that we consider standards today, came out of Broadway shows, or were written for Broadway shows, and then maybe later on went into the movies and we recorded uh, uh, even after that. But uh, so many of these songs were written uh, for Broadway shows. That's right. And uh, a number of songs were written for Broadway shows, for movies, uh, and some of the some of the movies anyway were not quite not quite or not very good, and are very much forgotten. But the the music the, the music and the lyrics, some of them becoming standards, really uh, live on. They really do. And speaking of Broadway, uh, we talked about Ethel Merman uh, earlier in the show, and uh, this is the big song that she sang. From the show Gypsy, of course, written by Julie Stein, uh, Stephen Sondheim, uh, with the lyrics on this. This is Everything's Coming Up Roses, the original Broadway cast recording of Gypsy. Here's Ethel Merman. I had a dream, a dream about you, baby. It's gonna come true, baby. They think that we're through, but baby, you. Honey, everything. 
great I can tell Just you wait That lucky star I talk about Is due Honey Everything's Coming up Roses for me And for you You can Do it All you need Is a hand We Listening to uh, Lenore Raphael right now, great jazz artist, piano player. Taking us up to the top of the hour, we'll be together again, and we will be right after the top of the hour news. Hope you'll be back with us. Doug Miles and Mal Dankner, our special guest host tonight. Our next hour, we're going to feature a lot of Frank Sinatra music, kind of go through his uh, different recording periods from the beginning through the middle of his career, and a couple of songs perhaps uh, toward the end, and uh, we'll enjoy that together. We'll also have that Barbara Streisand song for you from Funny Girl. So I uh, hope you stay with us right here on the Big Band Files and All Bad Jazz here on 1220 WIBQ. We'll see you after the news. <laughs> 